<laughs> False start. False start. <laughs> Welcome to Jar Forty. Was we're, I ready? We're all no. no. Was I we're ready. all fucking over the hill. I did now. ask if you were ready. Oh. I did do it in a manner that implied that I was going to handle things. I thought <laughs> you were going to do things, but now but I set you up. <laughs> well, welcome to the ride. I am the Peeba, and I'm surrounded by other type of folk. Who are you? I don't know. You're, you were the bear or something. The bear. The bear. 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 Yeah. I'm the poo bar. You're the guy that I never pooped. forgot. I peed and I and you pooped and you once are a poop, naked. always a poop. I <laughs> say he forgot. How did he forget his own? I'll be an immortal. How dare you? I'm gonna be an immortal poop soon. Indeed. Well, this is Jar Forty, which means we're over the hill as far as if we were to translate podcasts into years for some reason, which we've been doing a little bit. Cool. So we're old. Yeah. Now and people don't respect us. As Being much. fifty, I don't know why the fuck forty was over the hill. By the way, I don't know. I don't know. It was like an eighties thing. That's what I just remember. My mom giving my dad the worst birthday of his life by all the black yeah life usually uh, sucks until about 40 and cakes and shit i know yeah you start to and get then even smarter. 40 you're like I'm still okay i learned a lot of shit i really fucked up a lot now i got these 10 years to fix that shit mine went about 11 years to no fix that shit yeah. i'm looking <laughs> forward to better late than never but yeah but you know hey i was close i was in range yeah. i've been told several times that being in your 40s is akin to being in your 20s except you have money yeah <laughs> yeah you start to actually have a even a 50s i'm like 50s the new fucking 30 i mean because no income <laughs> yeah i'm fucking i'm broke that's not i got nothing fault. to that's fucking a, do all day <laughs> that's a dumb monetary policy folk um no really yeah and i don't have a look at my i'm like i'm not old yet hmm. although that's how I'm sure not everybody mind. else views me that way, but <laughs> to myself, I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going on. I'm right. still in my prime, you know." Yeah. <laughs> now it takes me a while to stand 30s. up and straighten out my back <laughs> before I can look in that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but when I get there, <laughs> feels like, good. All right, Shane's the opposite. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my 30s and I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might as well give it up. Yep. <laughs> Just eat beans, hang out. Where's my cane?" <laughs> Well, I'm, no, I'm somewhere I, in the middle, I think. No, but really, though, it's like when you when you get in your 50s, you're like, well, fucking 50s, not old. I don't think it's going to be any different in my 60s. I look at my father in his 70s. He's almost fucking 80. And guess what? He doesn't feel old. Right. He has, still has the same mind he had when he was <laughs> no. one, two, I mean, we, you know, fundamentally. He's, yeah, I mean, we're, we're still making plans for 20 years down the road. Just, just he's like, I'm, I'm going to live till I'm at least 95, so... Excellent. Just, we'll just be doing that. Well, so. He might be 30 by then, the way things are going. Right. If he <laughs> gets his so. medication, then he'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. So let's bring that up in case you guys missed Jar 39. Our minds have been wrapped around this since the last we spoke, but it is what Shaden brought us at the end, really the bulk of the show, last show, was uh, living forever and the potential of the technology of what cellular, uh, what the fuck, immortality? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, just take the medicine and you can wind the clock whichever direction you want crocky fuck and then just stop taking the medicine and that's where you sit and they've done it with mice successfully right moving which means on, moving on to primates as we speak and i really think they should skip primates uh and just do dogs and cats because they they're the ones that deserve the <laughs> Dude, immortality yeah and let us humans Immortal be the ones pets they, like your pets could just live as long as you do yeah and then, and they you could let them get us. old and adorable, and then just rewind them back to puppies and kittens. Oh. <laughs> you could pass if you wanted to die. You could pass your puppy on to the next generation, so they every generation grows up with spot, and Dude. not spot two and three, just spot OG. You can't. I'd be cool. You can't. You couldn't do that with cats, though. 
Just the cats over that long of a time period would get smart enough to hunt you and kill you. They've That's already true. got nine fucking lives. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. They're it's like just being greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you, nine immortal lives and once? No. Yeah, I don't think cats would pray. They probably shouldn't. You should probably take it away from it at the end. Like you're 200, you're about to soon, talk and start doing nuclear using shit. Tools. It's time for it to go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how we. That's how we know. That's what the robots will say too. As soon as it gets to like a certain processing power, the humans gotta go. Us finding limited immortality is probably one of the checklist <laughs> items. They're like, oh shit, we're getting close. Accelerate the timeline. Yeah, that's why the robots are like, we gotta hurry up and yeah. stop them. There's some weird scenario there too. It gets more and more sci-fi, which Jeff enjoys the most, I think. You want, we should just do this podcast in space one time just for us, and so Jeff will hate it shit, the most. Yeah. Or at least get a green screen and throw us in with a spaceship Let's background. Let's go to space. <laughs> Jar in space, bro. We can we can confirm or deny if the Earth is flat. I think it's flat. It's a you round can trust place. us. We wouldn't lie. We wouldn't lie. It would be fun to do that little that what is it called the parabolic arc thing or whatever it is. I can't remember what it's called. But oh, you take they, the jet and, yeah, the, yeah. and it does a fucking super the, fast arc and you the get a Bezos few. Bezos did, and then he was like a total cunt right after. Was he in an interview? Yeah. Was he really? He was, he was like, well, to me anyway, but just like the. He was tone, mean to you. The tone. <laughs> no. You interviewed him. Yeah, Fuck just yeah. me, dude. Me and me and old Bezos <laughs> <clears throat> kicking it. No, he was like he was like still wearing his gear. It was like just post flight, you know. And they were it was like. Um, stage full of people and he was just like he was just like yeah i just want to thank everybody who shops on amazon because you paid for that ha 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 you know like in the way he said it was just so it's just like oh fuck you dude, dude. <laughs> read the room smart guy he's just like i'm so glad i have dollar bills hundred dollar bills to wipe my ass with thanks idiots <laughs> thank you peons yeah Damn. well i can see why some people don't like people like that to have more resources than the average cat but this, anyway, my this. cynicism aside, I too would like to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, let's do a podcast in the parabolic arc, motherfuckers, and then have no gravity and throw up on the podcast. How wild would that be, trying to fucking hold our mics and... <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my SMA7, fuck, or whatever. <laughs> Somebody's had to have done that. There's got to be... I mean, podcasting at this point is getting ridiculous. Where they're like, let's do it in a submarine on the moon. I would totally be down to take Jar to crazy places, though. Like, record Jar in just ridiculous places. I'm down. We get to a point to be able to do that. That would be fun. You guys will want to, like, hike and shit, we'll and I hate that. that. I already hate it. that fucking tea house on top of a mountain. I hate that. Yeah. Well, if I could helicopter up there. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'll hike up the desk. That would be cool. Jeff will carry you. <laughs> Thanks for volunteering. Me, yep. It's like my back again. It seems, it seems like your kind of challenge. <laughs> I don't. I hardly weigh a thing, Jeff. You, you could word it in a way that I couldn't resist. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. So, so we've been usually starting something like bet you can't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Well, we've been blown away with the idea of living forever, and I before we got done well after we got done with our last episode it made me think of the highlander where it's like there would be some people that are like let's lop each other's heads off and who who will live forever as the immortal mm -hmm. and there would be people trying to make sure that nobody was immortal like them it's kind of like it'd almost be like reading it's like don't let them read don't let them don't let their cells be good <laughs> I don't know. and then you yeah, have to wonder what if, like that. what if what if they developed it in such a way that it was like a like a limited dose like a like a tequila shot of immortality right? that was it's the just, one that it's just like you you take mm -hmm. this shot it's cheaper it's affordable right mm -hmm. you take this shot you get to be you get to rewind the clock to whatever for eight hours or 20, 24 hours or something you drug know? sex but, binge goal yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you go back home wow. like that was great and then you form back and you're like oh my uh, back 
Good God. memories, though. Yep. <laughs> Spank, bank, speed. <laughs> that would be neat. That would be interesting. I mean, you, you could go back and run marathon and then go home and then sit and just cut out the coupons and the fucking... <laughs> for the quilt store. I don't know. <laughs> go play bingo. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, let's get off that. It's hard to, now that you've done that to our brains, mm-hmm. Shaden. You're welcome. Uh, for me to go back. I, am, I remain <clears throat> What Zach's saying is hard for his brain yeah. to go to go back. Yeah. Everybody else And he's like, lumping yeah, me into yeah. this. Sorry. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, once the mind expands around a new idea, it can never return to the It's not that it's not size. interesting. It was before. It's just Jeff doesn't quite get, as captivating God damn it. for me, but I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Jeff's like, he doesn't want to turn back the clock. That's why. And we do anything he regrets nothing doesn't care we've been through bullshit that. <laughs> 11th place I will, for I you. will not accept this <laughs> we should get 2,000 more episodes Zach I will not <laughs> <laughs> we should put in the merch store an 11th place ribbon Dude. a jar yeah. 11th place ribbon <laughs> or just a, a purple shirt with 11th place on it <laughs> I matter I matter I matter <laughs> I <laughs> I was crucial in that race. 11th out of 12. I was going to say 11th out of 10. (laughs) They gave me a ribbon. I was a spectator. I I just fell onto the tracks. I was just stepped on. (laughs) A guy's number fell off. I just picked it up and was trying to catch up to him and give it to him. You're also a winner, sir. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Everyone gets a trophy. took the number from me and handed me a ribbon. Under your chair, everyone gets a car trophy. (laughs) I would wear that shirt. I would too, uh, but it's going to have a ribbon shape on it. But it'll yeah. be like the same color. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right. It's gold lettering too. When I get way. to all the merch that I've already promised, right. hundred years ago. <laughs> but now that the box set is done and it's out in the world, it's going to have just. It's just going to be one shirt that says "No, thank you, cunt." Eleventh place winner. <laughs> two point seven. <laughs> two point seven participation yeah. trophy. Shadow box. Reasonableness party logo on the hip. Yeah. One, <laughs> one punch shrimp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the tag. Wow, we've come up shrimp. with we've come up with a lot of crazy shit here. That's for sure. Our rides have been different every time, as far as my memory too. I can't tell any of them apart, but I right. know a couple of shrimp things were poor. And uh, by the way, I didn't mention this last episode. There's a movie about Sergeant Stubby. Saw that I animated, it. right? Did you watch it? I teared up thirty-two times. Was it good? It was fucking rad. It was as it, after I like hearing fully your story. Expected it to suck. I did too. <laughs> I looked at it and was like, no. But I watched it, and you know, this will show how much of a moron I like. I cheer for most movies. Yeah. There wasn't in space, so it wasn't as good as it could be. But it was. But it had a dog. It did. Well, technically, we are on Earth, which is part of space. True. So, but it doesn't look as cool with the cool little stars and shit. And I'll have to watch it. Guns. In my mind, I Dude. was envisioning like a gritty, like Saving Private Ryan, but it kind of is Sergeant Stubby. Really, it kind of is for a cartoon. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it doesn't kind of it doesn't fuck around with World War One. It's like cool. Yeah, it was good. Okay, so, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know if you, I cr- I teared up was like emotional like proud like fuck yeah that part that you talked about where the dog like wins him over oh yeah saluted him <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's ooh. I saw your lip quiver dude. <laughs> so there is this and it was on YouTube I just watched it on YouTube oh shit and uh, all the way through been a commercial success I don't think so <laughs> but maybe we can help revitalize that yeah and I don't know I linked it Let's I linked the it YouTube link in the 
in the description of the show last time because I noticed it as we were doing. It. I'm like, I wonder if there is a movie, and so right afterwards, I was like, I was like, I'll watch it, and I found it, and no so shit. I linked it. But yeah, is it like a full feature length film? It's a like a, I don't know, I forget what company it was, but it's kind of like a DreamWorks, where it's really pretty good animation. They do a really good job directing it. It's. It's and really it's, pretty brilliantly like done. It's like a ninety-minute deal, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, let me know what you guys Sweet. think, Sergeant it's, Stubbs. Uh, an Angus alfed at a five point three alfs, so it is the uh, a perfect movie. Hell Just yeah. so you guys know, I'm, and we'll probably alf it on David Angus sometime in the future. All right. Anyway, inconceivable. It's time, it's time for police stories for episode forty. Ready? <laughs> Police fucking stories. Jeff gets a story. Oh, fuck. There we go. He didn't like our fucking. That's how get rid of that one. Fuck. That's a little violent. We've made eight albums of the same. So, for anybody really to appreciate that, you had to see the hand motion. It was another one where it should have been a video. All right, dude. I want to ask you questions for police stories this time. Ask me something. I may have brought this up in the past, but. Honestly, when I think of policing and I think of trying to empathize with police officers and be like, okay, blah, 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 society tells me, blah, blah, blah. But these are people that go into weird circumstances that aren't just super dangerous in the sense of physical violence and shit. But you go into nasty places (sighs) where human beings are, they allow you into this dark chamber that is a domicile that bugs don't like to live in because it's really fucking caustic. So... I, I remember looking into like how do police officers die? I know there's hundreds of police officers that die. There's suicide, and then there's obviously lots of there's gun battles and people being hit by cars, being drowned. A few cops were drownier, but there was one time in one year where it was a few people that died, and that just said from basically going into a nasty house, and, I, and that blew my mind. Where it's like that's not a. I mean, there's lots of dirty jobs where they're very dangerous, but it's not normally somebody's like a cat lady's house where you're like, yeah, and it's like, got this weird the disease mold, that only, the mold was probably so bad. That, yeah. yeah. So no. tell us, like, this might get a little gross if you guys are, you know, eating your lunch or whatever, but. And so I can tell you <laughs> just right off the top, I think I might already talk, might have already talked about this on the show, uh, but I think the worst house that I was into was a dead body that I went into. Uh, we'd been trying to. been there for a while. Yeah, we'd been trying to, mental health had been going to try and get this guy out of the house for months and I'd gone with him several times and if he doesn't answer the doors you're not shit you can do right you're gonna try and catch him in a good mood to answer the door but anyway it sucked right ultimately a lot of time went by started being some smells and everything so I had to go into that house and finally I had enough to force entry into the home um, because I could smell that he was dead right but that house to the the worst part of that was when I got back to his body a, a, a mouse had come out of his abdomen <laughs> so yeah it's like fucking kenny <laughs> yeah it was it was oh, total yeah exactly that's oh, what it was no. but in real life it was kenny but in real life that's and um, that's the mouse that they used for the immortality yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen some shit so he slipped through yeah and then it, unable to describe just i mean it was a a path that i had to go through that i had to walk sideways through the house through all the garbage and everything and just oh. the, the putrid fucking smell was so, so like on a, top of the, the dead body that, was... the fact that i could smell him over the garbage was pretty impressive wow. actually it was like a hoarder 
hoarder yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a super sad situation, you know, ultimately lived the way that he wanted to live. But, you know, unfortunately, when you live that way and you die, it takes a while for people to know. So what kind of garbage are we talking about? Just like the garbage? Food, um, he, bathroom. He didn't use his facilities. He didn't use his toilet or anything. Yeah, he would just go in like jars and stuff. I got to share this real quick. I want to hear more. Buckets. I want to hear more of these these houses you've been in. But, but real a lot, quick, <laughs> yeah. for a, a hoarder real quick. Yeah. I just heard about this. I don't remember what it was on, but it was uh, a lady. The, I guess it's the worst hoarder of all time. She collected like decades worth of poop in jars in her house, and she didn't know. She didn't notice the smell. The people that went in there were like, uh, "You're sick because there's poop in here." And she was like, "No, it's all the shit in the walls. There's like mold or something. I've been trying to get them to fix it." And it's like, "No, there's." You shit everywhere. There's literal human fecal matter <laughs> and then, right there. And then at the end of, I think this was like, yeah, she was eating it. Like the whole the whole time she was doing it, she was eating her poop. That's why she stored Reduce, it. Reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> you don't so, need to buy yeah. groceries if you just poop it in your mouth. Whoa. I mean, I have a hard <laughs> so, time with leftovers after like three days. You know, dude, she right? I mean, her that's, own that's human committed. centipede. <laughs> <laughs> that's committed to survival, right there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah. So uh, did you ever see anybody collect? I mean, I've, I know somebody that collected. Uh, bar, jars, yeah, that was, that was actually. Yeah, that bed. was that was pretty common with a lot of drug use and stuff, though. Too Just collecting bodily. They just fucking. They just. The these are bedroom. They live in a basement that didn't have a very readily accessible bathroom. Oh. Uh, maybe they'd have to go outside, or maybe they'd have to go upstairs. You know, but that's a lot of effort. <laughs> so you just collect jugs and go in your bedroom and just collect them, just stack them up, and yeah, I mean it doesn't interfere with doing dope. So why not? Uh, Man, I can't even. Drug. I can't imagine loving something so much that I would go to, those <laughs> yeah. to not be away from it for so, a moment i think like, everybody should be on it it's amazing wow anyway well, that's a whole other conversation yeah well um, it gives you kind of some perspective on on where people's mentality yeah. go when they're addicted to stuff but, but no on but seriously though some of these houses are so i mean when you can smell the cat shit from the driveway and you're waiting and you just i know that you just, i've been <laughs> at those houses and you're not i mean you're knocking on the door from as far away as you possibly can they open the door and just i mean you can feel the smell hit you it it, it, it physically hits you and they're like oh come in i'm like no <laughs> no 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 Not no, until no. you no, clean thank up you all that don't tell this place is burning no i'm like no you need to come out outside and talk. why don't you just come talk to me outside well, no, it's, it's good. You can come in. They usually have nine, ten dogs barking in the background and shit, you know, trying to hold them all back. I'm like, just, you know, just come on out. Come come talk to me. And sometimes I'll be like, look, your house smells so fucking bad. I refuse to go in there. You called me for your services, and I will give them to you outside. <laughs> we will talk out here, but I will not go in there because I'm afraid that I'm going to get sick. Yeah. And I was able to do that and never once got a complaint. But you, but that that was the cool part about my job is I got to be brutally honest with people, which really developed my character. And now it's kind of a fault in my life. <laughs> like, don't tell Jeff he's gonna hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah, Polly last you know, it wasn't all that long ago. God, what did she try on some cargan? I don't know some some part of ladies' clothing. And she's like, what do you think of this? I'm like. Throw the thing away now! It is. Oh, <laughs> she just started laughing. She's like, "I love that you were so honest." <laughs> She's like, "I know most guys would be like, 
Uh, I don't know, babe. Yeah, oh, it looks great. Not you. Throw that fucking thing away <laughs> now. <laughs> my eyes. My eyes. Bring me some bleach. <laughs> Come on. I had, so, a, I had a situation where a girl brought me home one time, and her house was like so, so terribly cat shit. Like she had like three cats, and the litter box was just like an open pan in the living room. And I was like, I walked in and I was like, oh, whatever you were hoping was going to happen tonight is not. (laughs) Can I? I just remembered I left my stove on and my house is burning down. I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Can I share a tip? This is a tip that I learned from uh, a lady I dated a long time ago. We had two cats in this apartment, and you know how living with cats in an apartment can be because it's a small space and a little poop box is somewhere, or maybe multiple poop boxes. I have that. Trained mine to go outside. There's outside is good. In the neighbor's yard. There's outside is good. But you know, there's coyotes and stuff, and maybe you like your cat, unlike you, and you want to protect them inside. Inside cats. They must be strong. (laughs) Fair enough. There can be only one. Uh, Here's the deal. Like, most cats are stupid. Uh, People think their cats are too stupid to do this, but they're not, because I had the dumbest cat do this. Now, you take. You know, where you put your chemicals that already smells kind of funny underneath your sink in the kitchen and, or maybe not the kitchen, but put in the that bathroom. in cat food. <laughs> Kill the cat. And then you have no more cat. And then you fucking nothing smells bad again. No, Jeff. Genius. <laughs> I mean, that is a good alternative, I think. And don't but, get me wrong, I love cats. But good. But, yeah. but uh, no, you put it under the sink in the bathroom. And even if it's, and you just show them because cats want to poop in sand more than they want to poop on your couch, I guess. So uh, they'll open the thing and you can even leave it open a little bit or whatever but a lot of you know some of them lock and stuff so that might not work but uh our cats including a, the dumbest cat i've ever had in my life would do it every time and it keeps it clean it keeps the the kitty shit sand from getting all over the place and it keeps the smell i mean i was blown away i was like dude you should put this on the internet <laughs> or or just clean out the cat box twice a day there's she that. did that too, but it's, they still, they'll give you little poopies where you're like, that was unexpected. Like Shaden was talking about, there's a, hide that shit. Ugh. Even in, a, in an apartment under the sink, it works. Yeah, like it was like a fucking centerpiece. Like it's on display. All right, like, yeah, back to your story. Look at my collection. Did she, did she like say, sorry about that? Or was she just oblivious to it and had lost the sense of smell to catch it? She didn't say shit about it and neither did I. <laughs> and, but your <laughs> your body's like I don't think I can do any of this romantic stuff though I'm out of here 100 percent yeah right I, I was just like smells um, are a deal breaker a lot of times like and like we had known each other for a long time like it wasn't like a stranger you know like mm. it was just a friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> are they might they be listening to this podcast now <laughs> but uh, probably not I haven't talked to her in years and years but but uh, yeah I was just like I guarantee I made an excuse to take my leave in pretty short order <laughs> like yeah i gotta go yeah. <laughs> next time come over to my house and take a shower first <laughs> no i couldn't even look at her after that oh that's a seinfeld <laughs> moment right <laughs> like like Our i mean respect levels is i mean i could i never mistreated her over it but i was just like every, i guarantee you every time i saw her after that it reminded me of that and i was just like oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> there's a hint of cat shit to everything you say yeah it's oh. too bad that's too I worry. She probably dodged a bullet. She had this judgmental son of a bitch contrarian that was interested in her. I'm clearly the (laughs) asshole. It's a common theme. Yeah, I but I worry about that shit, man. Like it's like smells are a big deal to me. Like maybe maybe another guy in my place would have been like, that's gross, but whatever, I'll just ignore it, you know. But like I cannot. Like I don't. I've never been able to smell very well. So when I smell something, it's a big fucking deal. (laughs) And it could be either a really good fucking deal or a really bad fucking deal. (laughs) This was the latter. Yep. Yeah, so too bad. Oh well. 
probably yeah. probably a fate intervening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. <laughs> we were just thinking about going into houses, and it's like some of the funny shit that I've had going into yeah, houses. That's where we're <clears> starting. <throat> we're still on police stories, but Shaden and I are not police officers. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't even a question, but it just made me think of a kind of a funny story. Um, it was a it was a argument call, domestic violence call. That it's a fucking argument. Older guy and gal having an argument over who the fuck remembers what. One of the three things, right? Money, jealousy, or fucking Facebook. Hmm. That's what people fight about. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, they invite me into their house. And it was a fairly decent house, but they had a, I remember they had a Tracy Bird country concert on the television. And I'm trying to talk to them. Like just kind of find out what the hell's going on to even start with, and they, and they start bickering. The volume up. They just started bickering <laughs> and bickering. I tried to stop them, and they just kept going. I literally, I walked out of the house. I went and grabbed my sandwich. <laughs> I came back into the house. I can hear them still bickering <laughs> from outside the house when I got home. So I got my sandwich. I walked back into the house. I was eating my sandwich, and I'm just watching. They're just still bickering. I end up sitting on the couch. On their couch, I'm just eating my sandwich, watching the Tracy Bird commercial while they're sitting there. Just you got popcorn in the microwave. They're, ar- they're <laughs> arguing about absolutely fucking nothing. It was nothing. They're just being an old couple that were pissed off, and one of them wanted to win the argument, so they called me. It took them about 15 minutes to realize that I was just sitting there watching the concert on their couch while they're just arguing. And finally, I'm just like, "Are you guys? Are you guys done? Like, I'm eating a sandwich." I was, Gonna try and help you, but you don't want to listen to what I have to say. You guys ready now? I took care of the leftovers in yeah. the fridge. <laughs> I fed your dog. He's hungry. He's, he wants you to stop fighting, too. <laughs> Again, well, no complaint on that one either. Right. Well, so how many hoarding homes? I mean, not how many, but you've been through some hoarding homes in Spokane, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. So, including that the dead body, you said that there was the garbage and stuff like that hoarding. Like, what's the weirdest kind of hoard you've seen? I mean, what, what was like, why are you saving all these? Have you seen anything like that? Um, there isn't anything really specific. One of the strangest houses I went into, they were really, is, and I love ferrets, but these people had a lot of ferrets. Oh, those stink Not, not just a, a lot of ferrets. So the house smelled very, there's no way you can keep up. No, even when you remove the stink glands, they still stink like I that. will say, though, that they're, they were in a house. It was a two-story house, so it was a split entry. And that whole fucking house in every room was tubes and mazes, these ferrets with all these little separate homes in them and stuff it was i don't know how many thousands of dollars they had invested in this system that they put together cool <laughs> and overall the house looked pretty decent for having you know a few kids and a bunch of fucking ferrets and all this tubing all over the place and but it fucking stunk so bad and i like ferrets i yeah, mean they're, they're, they're awesome they're a blast. They are awesome um, yeah, some of the kids are shitheads, so I had to go there a lot and play daddy. But uh, mm. I, I was like going there to play with the ferrets. How many were there? A, a lot. I, there was a lot. I don't remember how many. And I, uh, it was uh, like five or six, as I recall. At that point, you but, have to wonder. It's like, is there a ferret that's sentient there that's like running the family? <laughs> well, I'm just, <laughs> this yeah, is I'm a just lot of like, money. Yeah, this isn't this. really the most responsible family, but you did some cool shit with your ferrets. So I <laughs> and I kind of like the ferrets, there. like in the head of the dad. Yeah. Like he doesn't actually talk, but the, da- the dad thinks so. He's like, he needs more toys. There's another. The ferret wants more toys for <laughs> I his family. A, I watched a video, uh, a body cam video of these officers that responded to this guy, and he was like in this house that was very sparsely furnished, and he had to get in through the window. <laughs> Because he forgot his keys. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so so initially the guys are thinking, 
oh, is he just like breaking into a random house and pretending it's his? But then they get in there and it's like, oh, it's nobody else's house. Like maybe he's just squatting, but like he, they go in there and he's got like closets, empty closets full of snakes, like bow lots of they're snakes. They're bow constrictors. Yeah. Yeah. And like That's drawers. Was that on cops? Yeah, yeah. It's on cops. Yeah. He's got like drawers full of snakes. He's got like like Wait. foot lockers full of snakes. He had a pregnant one in the closet. Yeah. That was with the mate. There's two of them there. They're all and she was about ready to have babies in his closet. That a lot of things don't make sense with a lot of the sentences that came out of your mouth. Like, like, was, they're just in a the drawer. You they would, they stay yeah. there. They're you just would, like, I'll live in the drawer. You yeah. would feel the same if you watched the video. Because that's it was exactly, like a wood. Your, your wood, face it was like right a wood floor house. Face How do you the feed video? a drawer snake? <laughs> he had a drawer snake. Yes, and there's he a had some of, little shrine up on his TV. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that snakes? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd live in a drawer. So. <laughs> there are two snakes behind so me. So weird, man. Damn. I had this gal, uh, another, just speaking of animals at houses, there was this, there's this woman that lives in town who fucking hates the police. Hates the police. For some Same. reason, woman fucking loves me. I, I don't, I, I don't know why. I, I we, her and I, I think kinda, a lot of people have when, when I first met her, her and I had our words. It's your baby blues. Probably. <laughs> we, we had our words. I, I eased her fears and I, I kind of ended up having to go there a lot. Uh, she was kind of a problem, actually. Calculated. Wonder However, why. That was she the only had way these, she could get a date with you. She had these badass. <laughs> she was older, but she had these badass Salt fish. Fish nothing. <laughs> that would eat other fish. So Ooh, she would she would yeah, feed yeah. them. So she, every time I would go there, she would let me feed her fish. Want to see the fish? Want to yeah. see my boobies? Right. <laughs> yeah. No matter what was going on in the call, whether she was the problem or she was calling or it was the problem with you know, whatever the hell was going on, after the call was done and everything was revolved, she let me feed the fish. <laughs> the problematic piranha lady. She's just killing people just to see your, your pretty face. Yeah. yeah. I killed five people. Eat some fish. She's like, here, feed it this Vienna sausage. This is a finger. <laughs> <laughs> it has a nail. <laughs> Get in the box. Whoa. An interesting way to slowly dispose of a body over time. <laughs> feed them to carnivorous <laughs> fish. You got to question people that have piranhas now. Or now pigs. Said that. Or pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah that seems more like, efficient. Yeah. My wife is all about thinking about that. <laughs> about we got chickens too. Getting away with murder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chickens, <laughs> chickens <laughs> will clean a bone real good. And then you just need chickens a bone will eat the fuck out of a mouse, man. Dude. That was entertainment at my buddy Rustin's house. Yeah. What? He got, he got a bunch of mice out where his chickens were. He's got, has this huge, his chicken pen is the size of this family room. Nice. It's fucking enormous, all covered. Awesome. Has, automatic doors on it for him and everything yeah. anyway he's got mites in there though so go out there with sticks and knock the mice up out of the ground you got like 15 run them all over the chickens just go nuts and they go and just kill them and yeah they're them. dinosaurs they're little velociraptors yeah they are dude <laughs> it's fun to watch and then he's got two cats that get in there and then the chickens fight the cats over the mice that's pretty fun to watch <laughs> it's it's really good cheap when you add chickens to your life you do add a, a new level of your life you really do you're like wow that's a weird animal that i take care of that's dude, just run around with that cute just, little butt <laughs> it's like nature's so fucking cool and it's violent as fuck and it's really kind of fun to watch shit happen <laughs> really and why, I, people think i'm fucked up for that but it's like no this is just this is fucking life Dude, this I, is what it is i this remember is cool. going to the imax as a kid and watching cameramen and you guys all know this where you're watching like the wildebeest you know migration to the wildebeest through the serengeti yep. and then there, you're watching a cameraman who could probably like get a stick and help that creature <laughs> yeah. you know but it's like no get it get the, get the so we're also terrible. It's the prime directive. But we can't, it, can't interfere. Right. Exactly. But then all the other wildebeests are like stepping on them and like, fuck them, whatever. And you're like, and I'm five or some shit yeah. going, well, that's probably how grandpa feels about grandma. You know, I don't know. 
It's definitely how grandpa feels about my dad. <laughs> I so have anyway. a whole, like, that's like probably the majority of what I have on my Instagram if I ever open it and scroll through it. Because I kicked everything off except for just shit I want to look at. And it's right. just a lot of violent nature videos and <laughs> sexy guitars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nature's metal is a great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Checked out their stuff. Wild Species used to be good. Now they've kind of like turned into a. They post like sneaky. Great, you just made videos. me think, you, and you made me think of something. Now I'm going to miss on social media. Mm, awesome. Yep. Sorry. Oh. You can get back anytime you like. It's all on the internet. But you you just have to go look for it. Yeah, I'm lazy. I'm lazy <laughs> when it comes to that shit. It's, it's okay. All right. Well, we've got. Uh, I got another police story question. Action. Yes. Or, I, I'm please not sure. Story, please story question. Question. It's some sort of action. It's an uh, interrogation. Yeah, I wanted to figure out like why the hell you did this in the first place <laughs> for who you are. Like, why, yeah. why did I? And how did you? This? How did you last being who you are? Oh, uh, that's a re- you know what I to society. I was asked that pretty much almost to the last day that I ever worked. <laughs> why are you how the doing fuck this? did you ever make it in this career? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good fucking question. You know, well, give us a shitty answer to it. So I will tell you. I will give you the answer that I gave in my first oral, the oral board that actually it wasn't my first oral board because I actually. Failed my first test. Yeah, they got to come took. up with a better name. <laughs> they do. But yeah. both of our brains are like, you guys were sucking what? Yeah. That's, That's a good a way to become real friends. <laughs> no. So, uh, Ouroboard, you know, I got three to five people asking you questions. Um, and they always, they always ask the question, why do you want to be a police officer? And there's, you know, the standard question. The, the standard answer, well, I really want to, you know, I want to serve my community and I really Everybody care right. about people and I want to get bad guys off the street and, you know, I want to help old ladies cross the street too. <laughs> get the cat out the thing. Oh, you know, I, I, just the, you know, just. Jeff's like, I want to snap necks and cash <laughs> yeah. checks. I'm kidding. Dicks for I, days. I want blood and veins in my teeth like that. Fucking, <laughs> I want to kill, kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Just I couldn't do the government stroke off. I just couldn't do it. I, I just I could run saying something to the effect of, you know, <laughs> I've been a shithead pretty much all my life up to this point, and I'd like to change that. And it's going to take me about thirty years to pay a debt back to society, and that just seems like the most reasonable way to do it. And that was pretty much that was pretty much it. I was. And they, I ended up number one on the oral board. So. <laughs> like this guy's the only so, honest one here. Jeff's like, so let me explain. No, too long. Let me sum up. <laughs> I was a cunt. Don't want to be cunt. You will help me not be cunt. I will help you by me not being cunt. Signed. Everybody wins. <laughs> Victory. But I never. Well, that's how you got into it. Yeah, but then I never, I never got rid of the. I guess the whole bad boy thing, right? I just you always, stayed a cunt. I always like. <laughs> I just life isn't getting through life. It really it isn't really learning about what you're supposed to do. It's about learning what the fuck you can still get away with. There's a difference. There's yeah. a huge difference. You can just follow the rules and whatever. But there's an art to learning how to appear to be following the rules <laughs> <laughs> and on actually following the rules, but on your terms and finding the loopholes in all the rules. And is, that's how I lived. 
it's a slippery yeah. slope from That's you why I to drink Jeffrey and drive Dahmer, though. I just <laughs> <laughs> no. So it wasn't that I was doing this. Jeff to. told me that the way to live life. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we gotta go backwards here, backup machine. So it wasn't. It isn't that I was doing bad shit. It's just that I was able to walk an edge and still live a normal life, and I didn't fit inside the fucking box that the stereotype that everybody gives the police and a lot of the stereotypes are stereotypes because they're fucking true it's funny <laughs> I saw it you know right. I really did but I mean just like the stereotypes with, with you know structure firemen I, I, there was one time I think I told said this already there was a time when I actually tested to be a fireman about seven eight years ago but, but I walked dragger, out, dude. yeah I walked out of the room because I looked around the room and I was like these are not fucking people I can hang out with oh I just words. no they're all just fucking what I despise and, and I walked out of the test I, got I, like, I get fired and fucking a day i have to tell this story yeah so jeff and i would sit and talk about his love for the fireman uh <laughs> while he was a police officer and i was a promoter for of events and stuff and i always like thinking outside of like oh let's do a dodgeball tournament let's do something weird and jeff came up with the idea of like getting a pillow fight together <laughs> and having it police versus firemen and just watching the most brutal <laughs> beat down of fucking you know, municipal workers I or whatever. still think that going around touring bars and, and promoting pillow fights would be fucking amazing I think so Spokane and you could, pillow fight network Spokane and you, and you could do league. like pay extra to like fight a cop you know which I wanted to do I'm like fuck yeah I'm a good pillow fighter I had like nine sisters and five brothers or something yeah. you know? I think that's I how we can solve siblings. a lot of political shit too it's like you give your congressman a pillow and then the other con- you know and that's how people like beat the down fucking, uh, remember American Gladiator yeah oh yeah oh the, co- the, co- yeah. the platforms the, the Q-tips the, yeah the, the Q-tips <laughs> and just batter on I'll each be, other I would love to see Nancy Pelosi except when, go except when politicians do it it's moat full of crocodiles that they fall into <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see. How some, about do you want another term? <laughs> I, would, I would love to see octogenarians going at each other with Q-tips, giant Q-tips, right. and gladiator type, mm-hmm. you know, outfits. I feel like that would make politics way more fun. <laughs> but get like you know a Sarah Palin or a, a whoever the fuck, Taylor Green and and Nancy Pelosi together. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he could be the the referee. He's got a turtle shell defense oh come on that's a low blow and you know it <laughs> uh, all right well where the hell are we we're still doing the so how did you make it through how'd you get um we know why you got into drugs. it how did, you how did i make it through um, how, okay, how'd you get I, through the first part of your career because that was just fight like violence it was no, that was just that thing. was just fun that was that was more everyone that who who doesn't at home who doesn't like to fight he, he does find it fun <laughs> jeff is a contrarian and an adrenaline junkie that's yeah no that was through. that was a lot of fun and really i mean in that area that's what you needed to be you need to learn fast and you needed to, well, number been, one you need to learn how to fight right so uh, so when you're going to a call what are the what are the odds that you're going to be in a physical conversation in the community that you're talking you're talking about over there um pretty great i mean fitty fitty most of the time see okay yeah. so that's a whole nother kind of <laughs> yeah compared to spokane where yeah it's... where it wasn't always i mean it wasn't like that in fact i mean of course i got better with age and let's be honest as a young guy i was probably looking for the fight more than not right in all reality just not understanding I'm out here doing this job and really not understanding it. As I got older, I mean, I don't fight that that much. If I did, it got to the point where I was really heavy-handed, but then it got to the point where it's like, man, if Jeff hit you, you fucking earned it. 
Right. <laughs> like, that's like, your man, reputation. That's like the nicest limit, guy yeah. we've got out here. Like, he's the most patient dude. If he punched you, I don't really have much to say for you, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were mouthing off and yeah. biting people. Yeah. All right. So that was the beginning. So how did you get through when you saw, I mean, you saw a big drastic change between, you know, the country, the way they looked at policing, probably how police looked at policing, how training and all of the scrutiny and you saw the, the changes between, you know, body cameras implemented and all well, sorts of stuff. How did you survive, survive the last five years? Uh, the last five years was just getting through. I was counting down days to retirement. When I met like you, five you told me down to the hours. Yeah, yeah. not, yeah. not a joke. <laughs> Every day you could ask him and he's like, oh, I got four more hours. Yeah, not yeah. just to turn a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can literally tell you exactly what it was. Yeah. But okay, so did when did you start counting? About five years. It was five. Yeah. Yeah, things things just really changed a lot. My Well, just, you know, my own life changed. Um, well, I knew you before five years. I, you started kind of counting down seven, seven, eight years ago then. Well. Or that was more of a joke, and then it became more of a... Huh. It, it kind of, yeah, it, came, it was started as a joke, and then kind of get, became serious, because it was always between six and nine years, but it was about five years that I started counting down, because I knew I was going to be done. You're watching the clock within tick that down, time. like, this is a long time to Things wait. were changing, you know, and my life had changed a lot, too, and, you know, I had recognized a lot of things, like, man, I sacrificed so much of my own life for this, now this is really just getting through on the last stretch, and the, and the job had changed so much. Sure. It was still fun at times, you know. And I still got to do a lot of cool shit. It just might, but it wasn't my life anymore. And that's where the change came in. And mm -hmm. and it was really a countdown to get to where I'm getting to now of the life that I've dreamt about for 30 years. And now I get to go live it. I mean, fuck who can ask, <clears throat> excuse me, who can ask for more, you know? Right. It's pretty cool. Did you ever use rubber bullets? Uh, <laughs> seems so random. Well, I was actually thinking to see if I actually had no, because I'd never shot any in the forties. You ever um, see a giant candy cane in the woods? <laughs> what about <laughs> <laughs> what about those shotguns that are bright orange that shoot like beanbags? Yeah, bags? shot lots of those. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up question: I forgot because there's no way. My brain's like that's way different than what we were. Wow. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here like, that's really touching. Enough of this serious shit. <laughs> Electrocuted the motherfucker. Come on. All right. Have yeah. you ever used one of the OC grenades or just been in proximity? <laughs> I had one use on them, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I never chucked an OC grenade myself. Um, but I did one time. There was a... Again, this was in Yakima Valley. There was a There was a guy that wouldn't come out of a... A, excuse me, it's a, a laundry room inside of an apartment complex. Mm. It's a public place, but the door has a lock on it because they just put a door with who, who fucking That's, knows why. But they did. Okay. So he locked himself in. There was a nice big gap underneath the door. So I took two cans of OC and sprayed them underneath oh. the door to get Woo. him to come out. Like, oh. <laughs> totally shouldn't have probably done that. But I mean, that was a long time ago and it was fun. And I'd been a cop about <laughs> six months. And you know what? It worked. It worked. I got the guy out. He went to jail. Did you? Uh... And, it was, and by the way, it was for rape, so it was oh, legit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so serves him right. I have no. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you ever taste somebody and have them not go, like, not respond? Or a like, lot of times. Resist? Yeah, yeah. yeah the la and I think I talked about this too. But the last guy that I tased that it didn't respond was coming at at me, coming up the stairs. Yeah. Just big dude hauling balls just to, to like come at me. And and well, he had a heavy coat on, uh, so I didn't. Mm. So I didn't get the connection. Skin. So my next step was to strike him so i did with the taser 
and I broke his orbital and the taser, and then I never had another one because I didn't want to carry him anymore. Because <laughs> that was like the third malfunction that I'd had like in a week. I wonder where the most sensitive place is to get tased. Right in the taint. I would imagine. <laughs> right and the taint in the seen, eyeball. Have you, have you, oh, if you can hit the taint I, in the eyeball oh. together, so somebody would have to be sitting down. You could turn them into a battery. <laughs> like, no, but think about this. This I could happen. I love that you're pantomiming this. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I wish anybody could camera. see this. So picture somebody like slouched way back in the slouched way back in the chair, right? And then, you know, with a Kind of like, say, looking at a, you know, a book or a deck of cards. <laughs> so you could be right in front of them. That would be about the right gap. You could be about 15 yards. You'd catch about this gap right there. You'd catch <laughs> them right between the eyes and right in the taint. And <laughs> they become a little mini And that would catch collider. all the nerves down below the waist and then above. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> turn them into a pretzel. Oh, they would shit their pants for sure. Aye. Yeah. That was going to be my next question if it, if it like makes a difference. Oh, where I taste, where I taste a deputy somebody. in the taint. <laughs> of, of course you did as one does well, <laughs> good <laughs> tell us the story of he was, he was fighting with a suspect oh. and was, but was on top of the suspect but on the guy's back and the guy had his arms tucked in so he's trying to get trying to get the arms out game without you know bashing his head into the concrete right. which usually works the best but you know, we've got people to play by rules. Don't, we don't want you to do that we don't yeah. want the police to you know be breaking faces on concrete yeah. unless it's necessary so the next best choice was for me to maybe drive what's called drive stun, which is I take the probes off the taser and I put, put it directly it on your skin. It, this always just kind of pisses people off, but it doesn't I, work I, as good, huh? This was early on when we were using them, so I kind of jammed it in this guy's lower back, thinking it would make him arch back. So Jeff, whoops, I just, I just said the guy's name. But <laughs> anyway, well, I worked with like thirteen Jeffs. So yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, literally, it's like 13 the Jeff Pirate Roberts. They're all Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, once I get am this guy's <laughs> arm out, and uh, my taser slipped forward. And it went up to where he was sitting, and I just fried his taint oh. so bad. <laughs> oh, dude. And it launched him off the dude. Oh, and he never, he had, he never had children. So the next thing I knew, I was in the fight with the guy. Oh, yeah. Because then I had to dive on You, you basically tapped yeah. in in the weirdest way <laughs> yeah, possible. I, got, no, I probably should have just tapped him on the shoulder. <laughs> Tasing him in the taint seemed more appropriate. And I know who you're Can't talking about. He's, the results. he's a badass, too. He, he was probably in your face after that, like, dude, you, you got my taint. He laughed pretty hard. <laughs> Right, junk, bro. <laughs> nothing, nothing creates a bond of brotherhood like taint. Accidental partner in the taint. Did he ever get you back in any kind of way? Well, I mean, Did, not specifically for that. But okay, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> you probably can't tell the stories. You guys have a, a fun relationship. Do you ever have a moment where, right after it happened, you were like, "I'm fucking Batman"? <laughs> <laughs> yes, flying super, flying super oh, yeah. Getch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah, flying super Getch was was I am Batman, and that was me. And literally, all it was was me diving over my partner who had fallen. Another Jeff. Um, oddly, Jeff they're three. all Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I'm Spartacus. And we had a platoon with four Jeffs on it. We all worked together. Yeah. Really? On the same shift? Yeah. Rad. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I need backup. Send the Jeffs. Yeah, Super Gash was me diving and just shoestring tackling the guy. So yeah. I felt like Batman after that. That's fucking awesome. That's... I, guess, I guess it looked amazing. It felt like it looked amazing. But there's a lot of times, you know, something feels like it looks amazing. You see it on video, you're like, oh my God, I'm oh, God. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen myself on stage many times. Like, oh, that looked cooler in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I kind of fell and then pooped a bit. 
bit. It looks like I'm taking a poop. Yeah, I thought I was jumping to the beat. <laughs> All right. I, you know, I wanted to ask another. I'm just thinking, what song is he dancing to? What the fuck? Your no. questions can't compete with my questions. No, Zach, I'm, those, I'm winning. Those were, yeah, I think so by, by a lot. Actually, yeah. Now, now if it's a competition, I feel kind of like I shouldn't ask. No, I want to. I want you to give some advice to uh, a person in a situation where they're in proximity to a police officer in a romantic way, male or female. Would you recommend marrying a police officer with what you know about yourself Fuck and no. the others? <laughs> Fuck no. With a big smile. Well, okay. hold on a second. What are they in, uh, okay, look. Some, some people are married to police officers that are listening to this, so let, let's give them some hope. Okay, well, <laughs> there's two... Lie to them. What I've noticed Throw is there's two, there's, <laughs> there's two kinds of police officers in general. Not quite, you know, hashtag not all, right? Yeah. There's the kind that gets married young, early in his career or before, uh, you know, very structured in his life, usually church on Sundays or Saturdays or Wednesdays or whatever day their denomination is. Um, Very structured, very kind of square life, uh, gets through the career, stays married forever. Lawful good paladin. Yes. (laughs) Very good rule follower. And then there's the guys like me. <laughs> Unlawful, yeah. There's chaos. chaotic, neutral rogue. So you have, yeah. <laughs> you have the really, and it's almost like you could break it down like this: the the the, the very uh, highly educated college took the right roads to get into policing because that's what they wanted to do, right. And then there's more of the shithead style like me who are you stumbled in, woke up, the ones like, that are probably mostly wild on the road. Yeah. <laughs> so one is boring and one is a handful. And both are a challenge. Yes. Um, but no, I mean, seriously, in my, in, my, in my own life, I mean, you know, relationship-wise, life was a competition for me, even though I didn't, I didn't follow the rules that I was, that my father tried to instill in me, you know, the, the, the process of going to school and college and my, mm-hmm. all my, I fucked them all up. But I also still did feel... I realized that I took relationships and I tried to force relationships because I was in a race with what I don't fucking know with the world because to be successful, this is what you do, right? You meet somebody, you get married, you, you, you do this process. Right. And the, how do I get so, a wife? So the faster you get, a wife so the faster you get there, the bigger you winner you are, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of fucked that up. So there was, there was me doing that, but also even on the flip side of that, you can't work graveyard for 20 plus years and right and do call out jobs and see all the shit that you see and, and the crazy hours that you work and expect somebody to tolerate that shit. And, and if they do fucking, they're an amazing human being. It better be a goddamn more than a, well, I got pregnant, so we better stay together kind of relationship. This better be like fucking what love really is like true love. You know. So you're all fucked. Marriage. So Jess got a lot of optimism for y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, the divorce rate somewhere upwards of like 90%. It makes sense, though, because one day or one and year And I don't know if all the different. 16 that I've had all count or if that counts for percentage. I was going to say, your divorce rate's sitting squarely at 100% as it stands. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? If you, were, if you were to marry a police officer and you were in love with them and, and you were like, okay... How would you approach it, knowing what you know? How would you approach what they do, and how, what kind of supporter? How do you support a police officer? 
And how do you communicate with them to support you? I don't know. I never had. I failed at that, so I don't really know. Well, um, imagine it. <laughs> what would you like imagine to have? What would you? <laughs> what would you have liked to have uh, in your life to to be supportive of you? Like, what was the? I don't even know what that looks like either. This yeah, is I probably don't, I, a I don't know. I don't it know. seemed smarter to me in my brain. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because you know part of that is because I'm probably in the first healthy relationship I've ever been in, in my life. So Fair. you are the wrong the guy reality. to ask yeah, about the good relationships and and, the, and those bad things, relationships he can tell and you those a lot things about. are are you know I have a lot of part in that in in you know which right. those are other episodes of things that we can talk about for sure. So it probably depends on the person. So if the person's coming it, it, home it does, and, they, and they have a different chemical reaction to right. things. Yeah. But we change in the job too. I mean, as people, we change way more drastically in what the public would see as, as a negative for sure. And that would be really fucking hard to tolerate from somebody hands down. I guess when I asked the question, I kind of wanted to, to probe enough to get to where it's like, is it better to be, if you, if you're going out, late calls and stuff and you're getting called in the middle of the night or something should your partner be someone that's like hyper worried hyper calm kind of stoic about it uh, I mean is it have you been in a situation where they, they're constantly like oh I hate it when you go out da, da, da. every new relationship I ever got into <laughs> was like that was they wanted to be on the phone 24-7 and of course you know it's always fun to talk at first but it was like every call is well call me make sure you're good you know okay. I want to know you're safe too and, and that, that carries on for a while you got the first three to six months of I'm worried about you oh I'm glad you're home too and then <coughs> excuse me <coughs> there's no excuse for you and then uh you know, say, you know, the first time you end up getting an injury at work, you go to the hospital. And, you know, it, it happens again, maybe six months down there. After about a year and a half, you're calling in going, yeah, hey, I just want to let you know I'm in the hospital. I'll be coming home early tonight. I'm getting stitches. And they're like, again, you woke me up for this? <laughs> you, <laughs> like, Jaded. Yeah. Be amazed what you can get so, used to. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well. That's true. <laughs> fuck. In fact, uh, my last wife that I had Pri uh, prior to us being married she, she had talked about well we should get married because if something ever happens to a you at work uh, I will be the last one to know they're never going to notify me hmm. and I'm like well, why she's like well because they only notify wives I'm like no you're literally the emergency contact that I have <laughs> if something happens to me you don't let you know mm. you're like this is the weirdest proposal I've ever <laughs> <laughs> and then I explained I said but the reality <laughs> is I'm like you sleep through your phone if anything happens you won't answer your phone anyway you never answer your phone <laughs> it wasn't three days later I got him in a shooting. Right. And I tried to call her, and she didn't answer her phone. <laughs> that was Rest a pointless conversation. <laughs> we wasted all that time. I should have known. Again, another red flag. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nope. Charge right through that. Jeff's like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Jeff was a bull towards the red flag. <clears throat> so, Zach. Yes. Oh, crap. Uh... Being one yourself, would you recommend dating and or marrying a dedicated musician? Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to date one. <laughs> would, that, would that depend on the income involved? 
Dave it Matthews does versus always. Oh, Crocky Fox. <laughs> yeah. If it's for money, it, it has to be for love if you're dating a musician <laughs> yeah. or a really good sex. The money will come and go, and it will go a lot more than it comes. Yeah. There's no guarantee that when they get money that they're smart with it at all. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, so, no, I don't. It seemed like an interesting parallel. It is, yeah, because I, I, we're not really good people us musician types we want to be on on the stage and we want people to be like good job yay and, and thanks for sharing your feelings loudly <laughs> yeah i don't know if i agree with you or not you're just randomly spouting things and you're probably very poorly educated but i liked it the sound of it was great it made me tap my feet yeah i it's a volu involuntary no it's voluntary vow poverty if you decide to get invested with a artist i think because yeah. it's the odds are ridiculous for you to make a living off of being an artist at this point. But if you're looking at for economic reasons for love, I don't know. We're probably barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> and you shouldn't be the one that lives forever. Yes. You shouldn't get that treatment because you're fucking it up. <laughs> but what about you? I don't. I don't know. No, I agree with you. <laughs> there's That's, only so much room in an ego, like an ego place. I'll, I'll put it this for, way, Zach. I'm 32 and still single. So, and it's, <laughs> valid point. Valid. <laughs> People come up and they're like, I'd like to give you my heart. You're like, get that fucking out. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Turn around and walk away. <laughs> what about you, Jeff? Would you date a, would you date a musician, a gal that was, uh, well, you're, you're, you're taken. That, that you know, would be yeah. hilarious. Yeah, no, I don't me. think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. It's, I, I, Maybe it's different for. I don't think it's ever happened. So I don't know. I guess I'm thinking of a guy, but I'm thinking I would be dating a girl. I, my ego is probably enough to where. But my, you know, I know my, wife's I got, a, my wife's an artist, and she's definitely a powerful person. So I should. I don't know. I have. I don't know how to answer that. When she's I was not a young narcissistic man. like I am, right? So she yeah. doesn't want to hear have everybody hear her voice. It always just depends Sorry, on Sorry, I'm pushing my voice over your voice because I love the sound of my voice. I'm a cunt. <laughs> right. Oh, I was just going to say, when I was a young man, I was kissed by the singer of Quarter Flash, and I thought I was in love with a musician for about 10 minutes that day. Nice. That's probably <laughs> as minutes. close as I've come, yeah. And then I forgot. Yeah. Whatever, that's been in your spank bang for years. Oh, that's fuck why yeah. you no, that was, no, that was awesome. But I think I had a girlfriend, you know, at 13 running around there, too. So, All right. yeah, really, it's just like anything. It takes a very specific type of person, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, like if you're I think this is probably true for any career that requires or involves passion. It's uh, if you're with somebody who's engaged with something like that, you can't be the type of person who needs to come first in every single scenario. Or how about know? simply, yeah. I mean, there's all those are great examples, but how about simply somebody that's just trying to become a successful entrepreneur and the amount of everybody thinks, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. You get all your own time and you can go fuck yeah. off all you want. Yeah, right. No, you were doing so much extra work for so damn long before you see a profit at all mm -hmm. yeah, that talk like, about sacrificing yeah it's like here's what you're going to dedicate your life to when you become an you know i guess you could say entrepreneur but when you get into a project that requires a whole chunk of stuff it's like this is what you dedicate your life to or that porter life yeah what yep. am i talking about <laughs> it's true i kind of want to ask you guys uh, you were breathing like you were going to ask something nope <laughs> okay then I want to ask you guys a guilty pleasure question. Uh, what's a band or artist that that you really, really like that that us judging you as people probably wouldn't think that you like, or would think you're a, you know you shouldn't like? I love Pink. 
Pink's fucking awesome. Pink? Oh, right. I fucking love Pink. There you go. Her music? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just, <laughs> fair question. Yeah, no, I, I, like not unfair to ask. I think she's hot, too. I've always thought she was well, hot. Well, I was wondering. Uh, do you know yeah. a lot of, so you know, you have her albums? Do you have her musical I have some records? of her musicals on my, on my telephone that's actually in my workout list. What, what makes you like her the most? I like her voice. Yeah. And, and, and she's hot. And, the, <laughs> and, and, and just some of the, some of her songs, her songs are just fun. Yeah. Kind of, they're kind of. They're upbeat, fun to work out to. Aren't they kind of like motivational on some level? I don't listen can to Can be. Yeah, definitely can be. That's kind of what pop music is supposed to do on some level. If it's not telling you like, you should be in love, girl. Then it's like, you should also run, girl. <laughs> Get, you. <laughs> Get your muscles up. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the, the biggest one. I probably won't know half of the fucking things that are probably supposed to be guilty for your your musical taste. I don't even know half of the I don't, bands I'm, that you love. I'm pretty shameless. I don't really care what anybody thinks about <laughs> what I listen to. I listen to a lot of shit. It's Fair enough. widely varied. I guess, I don't know, like fucking Ed Sheeran maybe. Okay. Wow. Like, I mean, Who doesn't no, like just, Ed? I just, like Ed too. No, y'all guys, you just knocked down our fan base. <laughs> hey, see, there you go. <laughs> I, he's, I'll never knock a, a, a songwriter. I can't do that, especially yeah. one that's like Did reached a bunch of people. That's... Why is there like bad news on him or something? Or am I not supposed oh, to? Oh, he's like that? he's like getting the Nickelback kind of love for his generation right yeah. now. Is it because he did yeah. really well? Yeah. yeah. And then people like, well, and okay, you did good, but we don't want you to do that good. I don't know what it was. Shut is up. it because he showed up on Game of Thrones? They're like, no, you no, how did no? <laughs> you can't have a sword and cheer, and you sing pretty songs. I don't really have any feelings about him as a person. I just his music is like if you know me and my tastes in music. And then for me to be like, I get down on Ed Sheeran, he'd be like, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> that seems antithetical to you in the general. <laughs> but I do. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't feel guilty for listening to anything. I like listening to all kinds of shit. Same. I feel like the, the axiom in my life has been good songs, good song. No matter what genre, country, poker. Do you like ska? Some of it. Yeah. Some of it is really good. I like ska. Yeah. I, I grew up in like the no doubt era with like and the you know mighty mighty boss tones and the big fat voodoo daddies and all that <laughs> shit cherry poppin' daddies like I remember when they all came on and it was like yeah I was into that for five sure five iron frenzy there's okay. a I got a shout out to a Spokane band ten minutes down I think it's ten minutes down ten seconds down shit damn Fuck. it I should know that ten Way minutes to down shout out bro but they're like <laughs> and civilized animal those were two bands that yeah. were both like fucking civilized animal was like the reason I sing and play is because I saw them just smash and they they had a horn section that was so fun. Yep. And yeah, if you guys want to find them online, you will you won't regret it if you yeah, like good. the sublime kind of vibe too to go with it. Mm -hmm. Their singer's amazing. He's a real talented dude. I had uh, one of our listener friends turned me on to um, God, I wish I could remember the name of it, but th these guys essentially, they do like Disney songs all throughout the ages but they do it like ska style. oh yeah 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 and it's fucking great <laughs> I was out there for two days straight listening to all these Disney songs that I remember <laughs> from my childhood like <laughs> they did like one of DuckTales oh my god oh, dude I've heard DuckTales upbeat that's yeah. it. or like on acoustic guitar too I, I learned how to <laughs> that's a great song. danger <laughs> some of the best songwriters in the world wrote theme songs to our TV shows of our lives that's mm -hmm. for damn sure every time I go through the nostalgia moments and like for inside my mind or some shit it's like we we listen to some good sh like those guys 
they're the hooks. They're like, I have 30 seconds to get these kids forever. I can do it. And they did it. And you're like, God damn, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Play then, that at my funeral. And then you get Seinfeld. They're like, we need something for the transitions. And the bass player's like, I got this. You're a goddamn genius. Don't give him any money. Give it to the guy that signed him. What? They're like, what about the fucking Frasier theme song, dude? That lives in my soul forever. Dude. Some of those. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Chelsea Grammer, yeah. too. Yeah. Fuck. God damn. I'm, now I'm wondering, like, what is the, the most earwormy of all the theme songs? <laughs> Brady all Bunch. Brady Bunch. That's got to be up there. Flintstones. Adam's Jetsons. Family. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. You don't even have to be able to sing and you can do that one. <laughs> Fucking... I feel like Airwolf and, and <laughs> Airwolf. A-Team for me, like just those instrumentals. Where I just walk around during the day. I'm like... <laughs> Night Rider? God damn. Doesn't yeah. that song, when that hits, make you feel good? You're like, Michael Knight, a lone crusader. You're like... Bow, dano, dano. <laughs> I just want that theme music to walk. Like when you're going into the grocery store, like... Well, dano, dano, get some mayo and some cheese. <laughs> Were you old enough for when like Staying Alive came out not when it came out no no I, just a little bit after i must have been pretty little but that's the, that's definitely the one <laughs> you definitely you weren't even a fucking gleam in your daddy's eye yet <laughs> that's definitely the one where you, you feel like you're well that's well, in the video was, even it, it was funny because like, i got call, i remember my sister calling me on this and i was just a little kid and we went and saw staying alive i don't know if it was the, yeah staying alive which was uh saturday night fever yep. or the the sequel saturday night fever yeah, I don't really know the twice. Anyway, John Travolta does his strut shit at the end of it. You know, he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go strut. So they just show him strutting down the road. There wasn't any male species walking out of that theater that was not walking just like John Travolta <laughs> walking out. And I was like seven years old doing it myself. <laughs> and I know I was. And my sister called me on it. And I haven't forgot about that to this fucking day. Oh, impressionable just youth. wanting to be cool he's, like John Travolta. And he still movie. struts to this day. He does. His walk it, hasn't it is, changed at all. Not at all. <laughs> I can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a soccer player. Don't wear no job. Isn't that it? I don't think that is it. Is that wrong words? You know. <laughs> those were those guys that's my guilty pleasure for real is the bgs dude i that guy really? gets the all yeah like those harmonies are unbelievably hard to recreate and just you, you don't make vice grips like that anymore <laughs> yeah there's there's no way to do that falsetto unless no. you're like an alien basically that guy from russia fucking <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. his name is yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, oh man, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're yeah. talking about? Oh, he's he's basically a reincarnated BG. <laughs> well done. You should. You're our version. Get to work on making goofy noises with your face for pop music. I uh, love those those internet meme guys like the other dude, the, the other Russian dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, just every time I think of Russian music, I think of Little Big. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've heard Little Big too, right? Oh man, we've heard Die. What is it? Arntwood. I can never. Arntwood. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, this is like the Ninja, Russian Ninja. version of them. Oh where, really? Yeah, and it's even more over the top, and it's a little lighter. Uh, until recently, probably because of the whole war in Russia or Ukraine. Um, but dude, they're they're silly, like and their music videos are brilliant too like in the most 
absurd ways. Uh, but they had that. I, I know I showed you that song where it's like a, it's got a rooster in it and it's like a dance. Oh fuck! I know. <laughs> I remember a podcast situation where diet, I can't look up the, anything. It's not the time to diet wood. Uh, videos. They, they played a, a closing song for a movie, and I got super excited. Yeah, that they got it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they they must be a lot bigger than I thought they were. Did you ever watch Chappie? Yeah, that's because they were in it. Yeah, that was their no. movie, mm-hmm. and they did a bunch of the soundtrack for it too. Really? And it's probably not a movie that you would love, but you might. Yeah, if it's weird, I'd like it. I like it's, weird. Uh, I like it, weird. It's fucking about movies. a robot that becomes sentient, and it's supposed to be like it's being developed by scientists, but then it ends up falling into the hands of these like, like gangsters essentially, and they <laughs> cool. they raise it and like teach it how to behave and <laughs> shit. And he's like just this innocent they turn child into a little shithead. And it's and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's die aren't weird. They're the gangsters yeah. that are te- like raising this. Okay, robot. yeah, I'd see that. It's, it's, I'd watch from the director of them. Well, you probably didn't watch District Nine, but District yeah. Nine's a good Actually I like District yeah, Nine. Yeah, it's well. a good yeah. sci-fi You'd movie. You probably like it a lot. It's him Chappie's who... Chappie's a great movie. It really is. It really is. All right. <clears throat> That's probably too far. You about to fucking play us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I want you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the video for this. Anybody so who hasn't seen the video for this needs to <laughs> needs to go and watch it right now. <laughs> These guys were on Eurovision and the song that they did for Eurovision is fucking amazing. <laughs> Scatcast listeners have heard this before. I yeah. Think. <laughs> Everybody's sitting there with like putting their ear up to the speaker like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. The music video is awesome. That reminds me of the Eurovision thing where they're... Pop music is my little, you know, a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Especially, like, cheesy, well-written songs, but I don't know. Anything that's memeable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. The goofy... I like Devo, okay? And and these are all people that have taken Devo to the next levels as best they can in their own little way. So yeah. that's, that's just weirdos <laughs> making music. That's pretty cool. I like old school electronica shit, too. Yeah. The new wave kind like, of stuff. Like Bass Hunter. Fucking mm. yeah. I don't know why. I, re- I rejected the Pendulum. The, I reject- the cell dweller. <laughs> pendulum. <laughs> I rejected the 80s because I grew up in the 80s and, and I was like a grunge kid. But as I've gotten, I think it's been because of songwriting. As I've gotten older as a songwriter, I'm like, those 80s cats fucking know how to write yeah. great songs. I was a dick. I ca- okay, Metallica did that to me. I think as a Metallica fan, you're like, fuck all the things that sound not like Metallica. And that's kind of how I was for a long time. I love how much they embraced like synthesizers and shit. Like what well, Metallica? Fuck you, bro. No, nope. just '80s music totally. in general. Like it's just like. And there's a lot of it now that I listen to, that I hated then that I love now. Yeah. Oh, in fact, Polly and I we did a we did a road trip, and that's all we did was go back and listen to early '80s music. It was a lot of fun. I wonder if it's time with the melodies, where you know when you you like things when you hear them over and over again, but yeah, it brought back th- times, things that you, know. you avoid. You know, or like you know the hungry eyes. You're like fucking never listening to that. But then you know, 20, 30 years, and you've heard it like twenty times over those twenty, thirty years. You're like, that reminds me of that time when I was young and felt you know, even though you hate the song, right? Yeah, I don't know. So there's there's my hypothesis of some garbage that I don't know about. All right, we haven't yeah. done reasonable party. I keep thinking of so many like things that I listen to that people go, "What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like why?" Let us linger. I had, what, uh, what else? There's this short movie that Neil Patrick Harris did back in the day called 
Dr. Horrible's sing-along <laughs> blog. Yeah, dude. Okay. I never saw it, but I saw the... I have listened to the soundtrack to that movie hundreds of times <laughs> in <Wow>. my life. <laughs> that good. It's like, it's just because I, I don't know the way that those songs are composed and performed, and I really enjoyed the movie because it was up my alley in a weird way. I was just like, this is my shit. And I still, like, if I'm having a day... I'll just boot it up in my car and be like, <laughs> what, what is it anyway? Is it like, what style of music would you say it is? Or is it eclectic? Or? It's like a musical. Right. Kinda, okay. You know, but I don't know. It's um, like a cats. Am I, would I go see cats <laughs> with doctor, with Doogie Howser in it? It seems like, I don't know. Like, you know, that genre of like, it's like theater style music, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a musical has its kind of own brand of music, mm-hmm. like styling, you know, mm-hmm. no verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's like that. Sure. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember seeing the cover going, uh, it almost felt like a Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of vibe where it was like trying to be kind of art schooly, underground Kind of. Is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Cool. But the cast was great, man. It had Nathan Fillion in it. Oh, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. And Nathan Fillion was a total knob, his character. <laughs> nice. Man. <clears throat> still. It had uh, Felicia Day in it. And I was mad in love with Felicia Day. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You would. If you saw saw her. her. Well, fuck. All right. Sorry to throw that at you. (laughs) Well, I'm going to skip ahead to the reasonableness party. Okay. I think we'll... we'll What's on the docket? Well, I don't know yet. Oh. I haven't looked... Okay, I do know. All right. But I think this will be the last thing for the day. Feels like that's about right. Does that seem right to you? Probably. Unless it's over in like a minute. Okay, if that's the case. (laughs) Uh, But we haven't done this for a while, but we wanted to talk about... There's a kind of a debate in the world between intellectuals I guess or just folk whatever but uh, between overpopulation underpopulation there's like the Malthusian idea I think it's Malthus but uh, that human beings will run out of resources because we're over you know we're procreating too much there's too many humans for the sustainability of the planet etc then there's the other hypothesis that is as you know people stop procreating at high levels that they're not producing them they're reproducing at lower levels than to reproduce themselves so that populations are declining and especially in in you know, places like japan and russia i think is another one uh and it's just going to change the world blah 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 i don't even know where to go with that because the people that are against we all know overpopulation people most people are overpopulation they're like that's too many people on the streets there's too many people on the earth fuck people yeah. you know shut up people So most of us are like, overpopulation sounds good, sounds right. But to find out that, you know, a lot of intellectuals and thinkers and economists, too, are looking at it like, no, there's not going to be enough people to pay for these structures that we've created and to... It's just not going to... All the dynamics of the world is going to change because of this. Isn't that the problem that that comes with the mindset that you need to be constantly improving and moving forward? as a society and creating these new things because every new thing brings a new problem. Yeah. You know, I mean, which could potentially make you run out of, re- I mean, we know a lot of resources are renewable and everything, mm-hmm. 
even some of the ones that we, we don't think are renewable. So I think more of the damage would be like fossil fuels. <laughs> I can see We're running more. out of dinosaur bones, Zach. That's where the food. That's where the fuel comes. That's from. what oil is: is, is Stagosaurus Rex and <laughs> Billy Bob's fucking. I'd see where we'd fuck it up more as people is using chemicals. You know, something as simple as chemicals on our foods, which you know kills the bugs. So there's no more bugs to eat. So the, there's birds that don't get food, or mm. or the bugs that do get eaten make the birds sick, and then they fall in the water. And that, that gets the the water poisoned and kills the fish, and then the bears don't have anything to eat. So I I, I can see I can yeah. see us fucking it up that way. Or we with just chemicals. blow up a train of vinyl chloride, <laughs> also, well, which doesn't help. Cut out the middleman. It doesn't help at all. <laughs> so if we could go back in time and have that change. <laughs> I, Retrospect. I could see something like that being more attributing to not having enough resources before population itself. Yeah, human beings. The thing about the Malthusian idea, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It might be Malthusian. It is, um, dumbass. Is that it's been proven wrong because of how ingenuitive people are. We are, like when they were talking about, this is that Norman Borlaug again, like when they were saying, there's not enough, we'll never be able to feed all these people. Norman Borlaug was like, instead of listening to them, I'm just gonna, and I don't know if he had any political motivations. He's just like, how about we just fix the problem? How about we just mess with these little genes inside the seed and make it so the people that can't eat can. And now what? Because there's a, enough land to put... I mean, if we've... Even more so, there's enough land to do skyscraper, like hydroponic farming, too. You build, you go build up and build... Like We'll never run out but of But again, land, there's really. cost of structure in that. For and, sure. And, if you, and the more land that you take up for food for people to eat, again, the more outside source creatures that you have to kill for that food for sure. to even grow to make it to the plates that's why hydroponically grown of us, of us humans hydroponically you know, grown would be a very interesting change to that except for problem. except for cost i, I do agree with yeah, that but, but that, that goes back to the we don't have enough people to pay for the cost of the structure well we also do energy kind of stupid too so if we well, did energy we differently and that we will evolve <laughs> energy <laughs> there's not a whole lot we don't do stupid you're right frankly. we're yeah we're trying to work together the best we can and yeah. it's, it's like wow it's not very good. It kind of goes back to, because I think people, are, I mean, they, population-wise, I just think that we're more tribal than, we're, than we are societal, and that's why we can't get this fucking right. But all, although we're saying that on microphones, that the, the hands that made this microphone come to my body, I mean, this is hands across the world to get the, the metal. There's a lot of cooperation for that yeah. to get you. We're that, very that's good that's at cooperating for, sure. for, for reasons that aren't personal. It's like, it's actually personal for us to do it. It's like, I want to make money off of this ore that I mined, and I want to sell it, and I don't care what they do with it. That helps move the world forward better than like, let's make microphones for everybody and make it, you know. It's like that that selfish, rational uh, self-interest, I guess, is a better way to put it. It's kind of the thing that if we let people do that, it seems to give us microphones. But when people want to get in the way of that and be like, we'll tell you how to make microphones, then it's like the microphone stays the same and deteriorates <laughs> over the years. And you're like, who the f... I don't know. Can't we just let people be... I think we already have a uh, <clears throat> instruction book for this problem, just because we had the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> Explain to us what we could, just, we could just fix this. We've been over the Georgia Guidestones. Million. Just keep population under 500 million <laughs> in balance with nature at all times. That's Malthusian, for sure. <laughs> that's that mentality. And that's kind of the mentality of people that are pushing for, uh, you know, everything that humans do is awful. You know, when, when we look at, we need power to, for grandma to live and for all the modern society to exist that we all love. We need electricity. And, but when people, a lot of people on the green team, when they look at nuclear power, they 
tell us about all the things that happened in the 70s and they talk about Fukushima and they give us information that may or may not be correct, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, this is this really clean resource that does everything you want it to do. It gives human beings the, the power that will make the modern world work very well. And it also doesn't do the carbon footprint thing in any kind of way. It's expensive to make and it's, it is somewhat dangerous on some levels, but, but not in the way it's not gonna explode. It's not a bomb. There's 0% of that. Uh, and you know, people talk about waste and shit in that same voice as, you know, we have bill, how many oil barrels are you responsible for in your lifetime? You know, a big building would, would fill all the oil barrels that you're responsible for. The amount of waste that you create as a human in a lifetime is the size of a Coke can for nuclear waste. And the, and the brand new nuclear, you know, France has been using nuclear for a long time. A lot of countries have to where they can recycle that to where the waste stays on the plant and is used. They, they have waterless nuclear plants now where the waste is completely different. And, you know, it's amazing. And plus this planet is filled with radioactive things like yeah. in the mountains. In the, I mean, tons, tons of uranium just mine or, you know, right. deposits all over the place. So tritium, tritium, tritium all sorts of idioms yeah and eins but it's just like in rocks yeah yeah <laughs> and they're emitting radiation right and i'm not to say that i don't want to protect <clears throat> us and stuff like that's obviously we want that but it's weird because that's the answer and because it changed i mean it's so a bastardization i think there's a lot of people that look at like you're doing what to an atom no <laughs> you know and it's like that's that's unnatural it's like well it's not unnatural like, that's down. how we, we could made do it the mice immortal already it's just not a big deal <laughs> it's just one extra step to make you immortal just calm down we're gonna split the atom it'll be fine but it's it's almost like people are against what people do you know I, and no matter what it is and that seems to hold us back for and it's because of the all of that bullshit said is because people believe that there's too many of us and that and, and when you look at a city and you see the smokestacks and you see the garbage on the street or whatever you, I get cynical and I'm like, there's too many shitty people yeah. in the world or whatever. Just too many shitty ways of handling things is kind of how I feel about that stuff. It's like, right, we could but, probably do better than this, right? Like, with the number of us that there are, we could probably do it better. Right. We? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I, but at the same time, I try, I, I try not to think like that because it's like, this is our nature. We're kind of like, that's what we do is we don't come to nature and, and, and just, ah, oh, I'm part of nature. We cut nature away from us. Even if we're like the most natural people, mm -hmm. even if you're making a little lean to in the woods, you're still like, I'm going to chop down the nature and I'm going to patch it with nature. I'm going to burn some nature. I'm going to kill some nature, eat that nature. I'm going to manipulate the nature and grow it so I can eat that. I'm going to collect nature in a weird way and drink it. It's like, <laughs> we're, we're, that's our nature. So yeah. we hate ourselves so much that we're like, there's too many of us. And then we have these policies that are enacted that go counterproductive to our, our flourishing as human beings, as individuals in society, because we hate ourselves. It's like a religion, an anti-human religion. So that's why I like the underpopulation conversation, because none of the people that are coming, that are like, you should have more babies. They come at it and you're like, oh my God, that guy doesn't hate me for breeding. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my whole generation has like one kid or zero kids. Because we've been told it's like the worst thing you can do. It's because your parents is, hated you. Well, also that. Yeah. It's procreate. That is true. Yeah. And they also fought all the time. You know, yeah. But that, the, the worst thing our generation of parents hated all that. They, they hated kids. Yeah. But your carbon footprint is is like, that meant something to me at a time when I was impressionable. And it was like, do I want to just bring in to the world all this crap? You know, it was just a 20-year-old's idea of the world. And 
I think a lot of my generation are like doing exactly what happened to where now we can't fund social security in the future because we're fucking not gonna have any babies dumbasses anyway, <laughs> sorry it's kind of like the burden of awareness right because there's no other there's no other living creature that worries about that shit <laughs> right you know like I guarantee, I guarantee you our, our even our closest relatives in nature like primates <laughs> Yeah, they're not worried they're about not, their 401k. Yeah, that's for sure. What's my ROI they're, on this banana right. tree that I'm watching? They're not, they're not watching. sitting around going, do you think there's too many of us? Do you think we're going to run out of bananas? <laughs> you know what they are thinking? They're like, there's too many of that motherfucking bunch of other monkeys down the street. Mm-hmm. Let's go kill them. Yeah. Yeah. They look a little different than us. I don't like them either. I don't like them. Yeah. I heard they don't like themselves. <laughs> Ooh, we should solve that problem. <laughs> I don't want to mate with some of them, though. Oh. <laughs> okay, you can keep two. See, they're not so different from us after all. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's just... I. I I kind of go between thinking, God, there's too many people, and people are predominantly shitty, and it'd be nice if there weren't so many around being shitty. That's know? an admission like, of ourselves, too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's 100%. like, I'm shitty because I hate the planet and people. 100%. Yeah. But, because, uh, like, I mean, there's, there's some truth to the assertion, you know, a la The Matrix, that, like, human beings are a virus, because it's just, like, we're not symbiotic creatures. And, no, we come and fuck shit know, up. Yeah, we tear nature we, down. We come as and, nature. We come and we consume and we multiply, you know, right. like, and we we manipulate and mutate. Like When things do that to us, we're like, shut it down. Yeah. You know, let's shut the schools down. Put it back in the lab it came from in China. No, <laughs> I mean, allegedly. Come on now. <laughs> For legal reasons, that's a joke. You we, we won't know that in for 75 years you shut your mouth <laughs> you know so like it's on on the one side i kind of see that you know but on the other it's like yeah but then then there's that self-awareness aspect you know like i don't think i mean i don't know i've never been in the head of viruses but i don't think that viruses are really worried about the impact that they're having they're just doing they're just staying true to their nature like you're mm-hmm. saying you know but it's like just consuming it's like yeah, for for a self-aware being though using that as an excuse to continue to be shitty kind of seems like a cop out to me you know or it's just like okay yes that's our nature we can recognize that and we should but there's doing been there's been there's been i mean society is an example of us striving beyond our our base nature in order to accomplish something hopefully better you know mm-hmm. not always in the case of society but in in facets of society absolutely you know so it's like i don't know i i think ultimately where i kind of fall on it is just like i don't know i i think that the population thing is something that's going to kind of either regulate itself or be forcibly regulated through natural means one way or another you know or it's just like you know through a variety of different mechanisms like you're saying your generation and mine are like a ton of people in my generation it's like yeah i'm never having kids like i'm i'm part of that statistic mm-hmm. i've never had plans to have kids nor do i have any you know and it's like and it's not for me it's not like oh i do i gotta do my part to lower the population i could give a shit about that honestly personally but that didn't keep me going you just don't want to be responsible for another you and i understand that (laughs) well how dare you that's not entirely untrue it's 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 more just that i have other priorities that that would supersede and i'm choosing to make my priorities more important and if that ever changes we'll burn that bridge when we get there but (laughs) it hasn't so far right i don't see it on the horizon but but back to the point you know it's just like there's populations in a lot of places are are actually in decline right now 
you know, for between health complications or lack of opportunities or mentality, like we just talked about. I mean, South Korea's population is like they're like, please have kids. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, please Japan, have kids. And and our our even here in the states, as of the last three to five years, it's like looking like it could go on a downward trajectory with our population mm-hmm. because of an increased rate of birth complications that end up in pregnancies not being carried to term and just a, wh- a whole bunch of people like me that are just like no nah, I'm not doing that mm-hmm. you know and then the state of the world in general like if the world seems like a fucking mess and you're more plugged into it than you've ever been you're probably less willing to want to bring another life into it you know mm-hmm. so all of that shit it kind of it works to the point where and it like if that happens too rapidly it creates a whole other set of fucking problems you know where like if a population declines when it was being planned for it to continue on the incline mm-hmm. that creates huge strain you know yeah. and, and a whole bunch of uh, logistic problems too china's you know? a crazy example of what's happening because right. i mean look at how they intervened with the one child policy mm-hmm. and all of the and then they're like, wait, never mind. Dude, yeah. I mean, now they've. Please, everybody, we'll pay you to have kids. Yeah, as they age. And we'd love to have some girls. Sorry about what we did about you kind of incentivizing yeah. no girls. If only or... somebody could have said that was a bad idea. <laughs> you know, central planning, like all of human life, that's a. You know, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should, you know, maybe back off a little bit. But. You know, whatever. There's some asshole that's sitting there right now. No, we need to central plan it. We need to science, birth, and death, yeah. and give you numbers instead of names. <laughs> Eat the bugs. So fucking cuts. I just feel like we could get better at, at managing our renewable resources and, uh, and you know, coming up with ways to exist in the proximity that we want to without it being a blight. You know, like, there's no way to create something without destruction being it's involved. trade-offs, yeah. You know, but there are ways to create things with minimal destruction yeah. involved and then refining upon that process until like you're talking about with the nuclear plants that don't use water and they recycle their waste, you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah. More please. That idea. With a huge baseload that runs yeah. hospitals and fucking right. things so that build like cars. and Proof of concept <laughs> is there. We just need to extrapolate it into other areas and yeah. like actually get with the program instead of trying to fuck each other over into oblivion all the time yeah. yeah and that's not to say there's other things besides nuclear and there won't be things in the future that we can do too that's right. the beauty like whenever we look at a problem we're like there's no way to get past this it's like except for human ingenuity yeah like that's the reason why we can there's a talk way, about but also, solving these problems over but also microphones humans are the fucking problem in all good systems too you know so yeah. it's like eh. like i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a total idealist and i'm not naive but it's like can we just can we just grow past this a little bit you know like collectively yeah no (laughs) (laughs) No. yeah no (laughs) i don't think so if you think it's gonna get better it's not (laughs) we can i'm gonna die an optimist though i'll tell you that i'm going to remain i'd rather die an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right about it i really do i mean i'm not going to be like you said naive about things but i mean i've watched human beings overcome so much in my life as personal personal people come overcome things that they didn't think that they could get through i've watched human beings solve problems i mean i was born in the 79 so the 80s there were lots of problems that everybody was like this and that and this and that we're all going to run out of this and this is going to go away and this is fucking we're killing this and human beings figured out a way kicking and screaming for a decade to find the answer in a lot of ways but 
You know, they looked at LA and they're like, look at the smog. And they're like, well, just export that to some other country. That was a solution. Kind of. And then, you know, they look, they're like, acid rain. They're like, well, fucking A, let's just make acid, you know, dirt and fuck over some dirt somewhere. But I don't know. It, the ingenuity has happened. Like the EPA came in and they kind of did stuff. The government kind of did stuff. It's one of the only government agencies that I think is like a valuable, somewhat valuable thing. But really, people demanded the world to change we, we went to GE and said stop making shit that makes LA un- invisible to the eye we can't mm-hmm. see the buildings that we built uh, stop or we won't buy your shit and they were like okay we'll make them more f- we don't know we don't know what to do blah 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 but they did they over time out. they yeah. did and we as consumers pushed that and so I mean and then they adopted it like they were, they were just like we're the best at that yeah <laughs> the GE energy efficient seal mm. of approval they're like these guys will buy that shit they love just make every label green for the next decade <laughs> yeah. we will sell them on we, we've got the greenest coal in the world <laughs> but, I respect a good hustle yeah I mean if, if we're willing not to look into it and we're willing to just go with it then it's on us yeah. I think so back to when we talked about lying I'm like well if you're skilled enough at it to fool me part of me is going to be like mm, yeah bravo. respect <laughs> i don't hate the player right? except for the game might not like the results but there you <laughs> you woke up on the earth with uh, not yesterday <laughs> well done so as far as the reasonableness party and our take on over compared to underpopulation i mean we would really have to figure out what the truth is yeah uh, and stop whatever that whatever the opposite is we would want to stop doing the bad thing like if, if overpopulation <laughs> isn't true yeah if overpopulation isn't true and vice versa mm-hmm. but if over if that is then we have to stop a whole lot of policies that are based around the idea of like we're ruining everything we're gonna run out of all of ah we gotta we gotta stop that and start looking at like okay how do we get more of the human beings on the earth that aren't flourishing to flourish how do we get people that are suffering how do we get them up to where they can participate in this fucking conversation with us with everyone else that's having this conversation how do we get the bulk of people that are living now into a position where they don't have to fret for you know water today or or how to communicate with about a corrupt bullshit that's happening in a warlord part like how do we get to that level where we can yeah cooperate you know and i mean i have no idea but that to me it, it seems like if we look at reality and it's underpopulation which is what it, the data shows in a lot of places uh and you know as technology grows we we feed like when they started saying the Malfusian thing they were saying there's no way we could feed these people there's going to be 3 billion people on the earth when they started talking about this soon we'll be to 2 billion or 3 billion there's no way we can feed that amount of people and here we are looking at 8 billion people and we can feed 10 billion we can feed 15 billion Mm -hmm. if you listen to the actual people that are interested in the science of agriculture they're they're like we can feed them fuck yeah maybe not organic food (laughs) we can feed them these gmos and we can feed them food and they'll live and blah 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 uh that's a solution that that they didn't see but they based all their policies around and i feel like that's the thing with with our party if if we had a party it's like let's not be the one that just jumps maybe we don't pick a side on this and we try and yeah. Not go totally overboard well, with like we gotta problems, protect the population. problems. Problems drive progress, man. You know, like if we just get in the business of trying to remove problems completely so they're not of any concern, then it's it's kind of antithetical to you know 
becoming right like, wow, but we have to try know. and solve problems it no, feels yeah, like that's part yeah, of our dumb no, i think i think trying it for sure i'm not saying remain apathetic to them or, or try to create them but I'm but just maybe saying, the solution I'm is leaving it alone like, i'm saying like so, uh, rather than focusing on the macro and like because man there's been no small number of evil shit that has happened due primarily to the fact that we tried to predict the future <laughs> and that's what that that's what this whole argument seems like to me is it's just like what's going to happen if we get to this many people and the population just keeps growing it's like okay we'll figure it out we have problems today you know what i mean like i'm not saying that 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 we like don't think about that but rather than trying to orchestrate things in such a way that that problem is already accounted for why don't we focus on managing the problems that we have in the present moment and to do it in a mindful way that leaves less room for catastrophe in the future rather than trying to build a structure that's specifically intended to mm -hmm. avert some catastrophe that hasn't even happened you know fair so that is leaving people alone yeah that is not trying to meddle with the flow of reproductivity of mammals or humans no that but i don't should, think i don't think people should. will stop wanting to meddle in that i mean it really seems like it's people so are driven to meddle into it. <laughs> i know but people just want to meddle like you gotta wear condoms you can't wear condoms it's like whoa that's such a personal private yeah. thing and to have like you know china like you can't have can't have more than one child like what a what an oppressive idea and that people buy into it and they're like, yeah, because of trees and, you know, and I like trees, but I think rich countries that have a lot of happy people that are flourishing protect the trees better than the people that are fucking not, I don't know. You have to, we have to flourish before we can fix, even fix is a stupid word, but before we can address these things, like human being, only rich countries talk about recycling. Only rich countries know how to protect right. a fucking species of animal. The rest of the time, they're like, we have to eat that animal. Or those trees are fucking what we build fires with to live. You, you know, we don't have a coal plant because you won't let us have a coal plant, even right. though we have coal sitting over here. Recycling is a funny one, too, because like when I look at it, it still seems like it's a net negative. <laughs> you yes, know, yeah. like just in the process, like in the processing of it, it's just like, okay. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. we renewed some materials, but like, look at all the look at all the waste we generated in the doing of it. <laughs> we incinerated a lot of it, too. It's a it is kind of a joke. Right. The recycling thing. People would be very furious at their leaders if they learn the truth of that stuff and we've talked about it here i think once little, or twice bit, yeah. okay i pontificated my fucking ass off yeah. i apologize how's it feeling are you sore uh, yeah my <laughs> ass is off dude i'm <laughs> sitting on a chair without a padded ass wow so right on the over. bones huh yeah Got a little nubbins <laughs> i think so <laughs> so thank you for listening uh, i appreciate all of you guys thanks to our trusted turd triad of don and chris and bodie and uh, we appreciate the garbage disposal and the godhead <laughs> still out there uh and to pj and minnie at our subreddit for scatcast subreddit pj and mini that's so good like it's like bonnie and clyde it just, it just rolls off the tongue <laughs> it right? does right like pj and mini i also want to thank hoj for starting the jargoneers the facebook page yeah. just for jar Shit, yeah. and of course you can go to patreon if you're interested in that kind of thing if you want to hear more of this crap or if you want to help yeah. us get some gear if you're into that kind so we of can stuff do yeah. some stuff <laughs> travel uh yeah thanks for everybody for doing the smearing and all that shit i say this crap at the end of every show i do mean it 
but it does sound like I say the same thing every time. But he's reading a script right now. He's reading, rolling his eyes everything he it, says. It's a script inside my head. I've written <laughs> in my head. He's actually rolling his eyes because he's stroking out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the problem is, is I, I worry about like, man, did I, did I thank everybody? Just a script <laughs> this one this time? I Damn know, it. right? They know. I think I you like guys know at this point. Thank my father and all the little people that made this happen. Most of all, I'd like to let Jesus Christ our Lord save me. Is there anything you guys want to close with? I know I'm the blowhard of the day today. No, you exhausted me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm going home. I'm going to bed. I hate. I'm gonna go jump off a bridge now. I don't think anything I, I heard today I, makes sense. That's how I help with overpopulation. So I'm gonna contribute I myself from the equation. I'm gonna give my portion to somebody else. From yeah. <laughs> this is this is why we've been skipping the reasonables party. We get too serious. It gets you know. By the end of we've done two today. We've done two shows, and we're we're tired. Right? It's good to it? be serious sometimes. Wouldn't it have been nice if I was tired instead of you guys being tired and I would have shut up a lot longer ago? We could have talked about like our favorite <laughs> It'd movies. It'd be nice if you weren't bubblegum. so self-deprecating in front of me, dude. Oh! <laughs> I don't know how to take that. You are loved. Oh. <laughs> Your opinions are valid sometimes. Oh, only, I can talk, <laughs> only I can talk shit about me. When you do it, it sucks. <laughs> all right. Well, I think I've said all the things that I say at the end. And except for I love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the joy of my life to be in your life and i am um, this is very easy it's just a lot of easy it's easy to get up every day and do this but it's a lot of it but i i wouldn't have it any other way so thank you guys for that yeah and uh, thank you guys for fucking 40 weeks of being together yeah, what a milestone damn that's, that's pretty cool yeah i didn't uh i didn't know if we'd get it this long and i i, I don't feel like we're running out of things to give each other shit about so no, if anything, we're collecting more. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, we're building shirt, shirt quality crap of. Uh, yeah. Well, stuff we'll at least remember about our lives. Yes, but yeah, as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Whoa, it's just a ride. Bing, bong. Yeah. <laughs>